Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. We've got a budget deal. Maybe. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Find everything going on at TonyKatz.com. The podcast, they're all there at WIBC.com. We can get them on your favorite podcast platform as well. $1.5 trillion worth of top line spending. Of course, the question is going to be, does it meet the approval of people who have, whether it's either certain pet projects or certain serious issues, like, for example, border funding. Border funding is everything. And you've got the speaker, Mike Johnson, being, well, is this pretty clear? It might be pretty clear. Right. The, the I think anyone with common sense would tell you that you cannot throw more money at a bad system. We don't want to empower more of this. The, the White House, the administration, Secretary Mayorkas have put a welcome mat out. Did but you, you know couldn't that- even go through the deportations that you would like to see happen without the funding to actually have the process function. I mean, well, ICE has the capacity to hold 40,000 beds. That's not nearly matching what you're describing in a triage situation you have to stop the flow first before you can uh, commence with the uh, with the surgery and we're hemorrhaging here and everyone knows it these are we do indeed know it we do indeed know it this is the conversation about the fact that there's a crisis at the border and if you don't want to listen to me and allies admit there's a crisis at the border and uh, i don't know how anybody could pretend that there isn't that's senator john fetterman so it is what it is the question is is there enough funding in this budget you've got 886 billion in military spend 704 billion for non-defense spending will it satisfy house republicans And how is it possible that too much spending won't satisfy Democrats? Well, it's because too many of them, like the squad, believe in an open border. It's not my fault. They are who they are, and they believe what they believe. They don't believe in an actual safety for America. Booked their verbal vacation home. But it, Sorry, that was an ad for... Uh, some online nonsense. But if you want a story of belief, in junior hockey, the U.S. won gold. It's a story you didn't hear much about. The World Junior Championship. They're playing Sweden. They're in Sweden. And they win 6-2. to two. And there they are on the ice Gold medals around their necks. The 
singing the national anthem. Oh, they're terrible singers. Don't get me wrong. They're terrible singers. But they were singing. Maybe all is not lost yet. Tony Katz. That's me, by the way. How you doing, everybody? 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Twenty twenty three was a year for Indiana. And while politically there is certainly things that we talk about, disagree about, have issues with, when it comes to business, it came to the state. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Find everything at Tony Katz. Dot com. That's K-A-T-Z, TonyKatz.com. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at I-I-B. Uh, you can find him personally at Gary Dick, G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick on the Twitter box. $28.7 billion in commitments. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of good money coming to the state of Indiana, Gary Dick. It is. And uh, a big spotlight put on the state. You know, Tony, the year before last, 2022, I think the number was something like 22 or 23 billion in uh, uh, commitments from companies uh, around the, really around the globe to invest in Indiana, those already here or those uh, looking to locate in Indiana. And a lot was made at that time of that big number. And how could that be topped? And it wasn't a big way. As you said, nearly 29 billion dollars that represents potential investment you know planned investment from more than 200 companies and it runs the gamut you know we saw life sciences investment we saw you know a lot of investment as we've talked about in the uh the electrification of the auto industry um uh, Stellantis, uh, Samsung, SDI, GM uh, a number of companies investing big time in Indiana so from a number standpoint uh and from an attraction a success rate standpoint 2023 was uh, was a really good year for the state. And if you talk to folks at the Indiana Economic Development Corporation and elsewhere around the state, they say 24 is shaping up. The pipeline is shaping up to be yet another good year. So some momentum. It's certainly something that Brad Chambers, uh, the former Secretary of Commerce, is going to utilize in his run for, for, for governor and taking credit for these things. The other, I think, big story is how... Indiana is again ranked amongst the best states to start a business. Is this a taxation conversation or is this a regulation conversation or is this a talent conversation? 
You know, I think all of the above. And you're referencing Forbes. They came out with their list of the uh, best uh, best states to start a business. Indiana actually fell, but they were number one last year. Indiana was number one last year. This year, they just fell one spot there. So they're number two in the country, Indiana is, in terms of the best states to start a business. They look at a number of metrics, uh, Tony, in this uh, study. Look at uh, uh, the environment for business growth, uh, the financial environment for entrepreneurs, cost of living, uh, regulation, you know, a number of factors that contribute to that. And, you know, as I look at it uh, and, and where Indiana stacks up when it comes to, to a, uh, a business-friendly or business development standpoint, you know, the lists come and go in, in Indiana and other states are ranked in various places. But I put a lot of stock in what I hear, uh, what you hear from CEOs and site selection consultants and those people who are really actively involved in locating companies and locating a big investment, not what they're saying on camera, but what they're saying behind the camera. And I can tell you, uh, that, uh, you know, time and time again, the reaction I get from CEOs and those looking to locate or relocate or maybe put a big investment is the business-friendly environment in, in Indiana outpaces uh, certainly neighboring states and is among uh, the better environments uh, in the country. You would think that every state would be a welcoming business environment, but that's apparently not the case. I mean, uh, not to pile on Illinois because we tend to do that, but. Oh, do it. Pile on to Illinois. Yeah. (laughs) And the bears suck. Go on. Yeah. Who are looking to locate or relocate. And they cite that as an example uh, in how there's, there's somewhat of an anti-business attitude or environment. And it's quite the opposite here. And I think it's being reflected in this, uh, this Forbes study that uh, Forbes report that just came out. Talking to Illinois hater, Gary Dick. (laughs) <laughs> from InsideIndianaBusiness.com. No, is that not the way I say it? Is that yeah, not the way? exactly. Oh, okay. Thought, I thought and I had that right. The got beat on, fri- on uh, Friday night, too. So, uh, Talk to me about this, this story that has made a lot of noise uh, about how um, Indy has topped Midwestern cities in three-year GDP growth. You compare Indianapolis and really the metro. So not just Indy proper. Two other areas, Milwaukee, Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, Columbus, Kansas City, St. Louis. We're up 8.4% with $12.1 billion worth of impact. And the next closest one um, is is $9.4 billion out of St. Louis. Have we figured out how this number comes together? Yeah, I... I, 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 I I, I was surprised <laughs> when I saw that number, especially, Tony, and you and I talked a little bit about it, but the IU Kelly School of Business came out a few weeks ago and talked about a, a competitiveness uh, uh, issue for, in particular for Indianapolis because of the kinds of jobs uh, attracted here in terms of uh, perhaps not being as high wage as some of the other uh, jobs. But this report that came out, as you say, Pier cities in the Midwest, Minneapolis, uh, St. Louis, Cincinnati, uh, you can go, can go on down the list, Indianapolis was substantially higher, the Indy metro area substantially higher. And I think it's reflective of some of the life sciences manufacturing uh, investment uh, that uh, has come and is coming to uh, central Indiana as well. But a very positive sign heading into 2024 as you try to prop up, uh, if you will, the business case for Indianapolis and central Indiana. Well, I I mean, I love love it. I I think it's a great number, but it's just, it's a little bit, there's there's a question mark that gets left to that because are we discussing 
new business coming in. I mean, we talk about $28.7 billion coming in. Are we talking about further investments into what we already have? And when you take a look at the Indianapolis Metro, is that an Indianapolis phenomenon? Meaning, did Indy do something to attract this opportunity? Or is it, again, the Indiana story, and since Indianapolis is the capital, more people got attracted here because there's more entertainment, more uh, things to do, and therefore they grew the business they already had here, here? Yeah, well, this, uh, you know, I think this is a focus on the Indy Metro, so you look at the metropolitan area, uh, certainly, and this was taken, this was a snapshot that was taken a couple of years ago. Uh, I think it was, I can't remember the time uh, frame on it uh, specifically, but this was taken uh, a couple of years ago uh, by this, uh, this organization. And I think it's a, you know, I think it's a combination. I, I, I think the Indiana story uh, is a positive one. I think they measured GDP uh, for the metro area. So uh, presumably, uh, you know, big developments and uh, some of the big projects we've talked about uh, over the uh, course of the past uh, year or so around the state of Indiana wouldn't be included in that. They were just looking at these metro areas and again, peer uh, metro areas like uh, Milwaukee and, and Minneapolis, which uh, has has had a pretty vibrant economy, a lot of Fortune 500 companies up there as well included in the list. Uh, before I let you go, talking to Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com, maybe the biggest story of 2023 came at the end of 2023 for Indianapolis particularly, uh, which is – the story about Circle Center Mall, the $600 million plan to renovate and 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 redo this whole area. Um, how intense is this plan? Uh, the people at Hendrix, which is the co- company you have, uh, the story there at InsideIndianaBusiness.com, uh, they kind of they dig the challenge. They like what they're seeing. Um, have you seen the plan? How transformational are we discussing? Well, I think it's potential, potentially uh, hugely uh, transformational. So, as you say, $600 million plan. What I think is interesting is, and we all know, you know, Circle Center was such a catalyst for the downtown's renaissance uh, over the years, Became has become really a, a, a weight, uh, you know, an eyesore of sorts uh, uh, more recently. Hendricks Commercial Properties, Wisconsin-based uh, company, Bottle Works, a very successful development there, Ironworks on the north side, they are a very uh, financially well-heeled company that likes to do things the right way. They don't typically do projects this big. They have done it, uh, though, in their home uh, state of Wisconsin and out in Idaho and uh, some other places. But uh, Rob Gerbitz, the uh, CEO of the company, was on the show this week, uh, and he said they do like the challenge uh, of this project. And one of the things that he said really drove it was not only what he called the good bones of Circle Center, the way the mall, uh, you know, kind of the uh, uh, the infrastructure of the mall, but the other things going on around the mall. So what's going on at Gamebridge Fieldhouse, the new hotel, the um, uh, the Elanco campus uh, across White River, Indy 11, all of those projects, several billion dollars, is one of the things that really attracted um, Hendricks to this project. And they're, they're going to begin with phase one. It's a 10-year process. So it's not going to happen overnight, but it's it's opening up the mall. So taking an enclosed mall and creating a campus like environment. So I think potentially the renderings uh, look pretty cool, but I think those are very um, preliminary, if you will, and probably will change uh, substantially as this project gets going. Gary Dick inside IndianaBusiness.com on the Twitter X at IIB. I appreciate life is full of things to manage your work, your family, your plans and your treatment. 
Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show. Sunday is on WIBC at 9 a.m. Dow futures down 115. NASDAQ futures up 33. It's been nine weeks of the market being up. Nine weeks. I mean, incredible end to 2023. And a lot of people feeling much better about their 401k because of it. Uh, Having a down day is not the end of civilization. Of course, uh, Boeing shares taking the hit because the FAA grounded dozens of their 737 MAX 9 for inspections because a window and a side of the fuselage blew out while an Alaska Airlines flight was in flight. No one died. Amazingly. But there's something wrong with this plane. I've had some people sending me uh, some stuff and some some uh, information saying it might be this secondary company, not specifically Boeing. Um, it's a Boeing plane. This is my argument. Boeing is going to take the hit. Now, if they're able to move the blame or there actually is blame but on some third company, I'll, I'll follow the story. But Boeing taking the slide, it, it, it makes perfect sense. Also, uh, as you heard uh, in in the reporting, and um, you'll you'll see, I assume, over at wibc.com if it's not there already, uh, you've got a rally going on on the uh, on the circle, and the rally is from uh, wh- what do they call themselves? Uh, Jewish Voice for Peace. Um, they are in no way about being Jewish, and they're in no way about peace. This group's been around for years. And this group uh, doesn't actually believe in Israel's existence. Uh, you're talking about Marxists, communists. These are not uh, the, the, the good, decent people that their name would make you believe. And allow me to say for the record, they don't speak for Jews. Now, I don't speak for Jews, but I would bet you dollars to donuts I speak for more Jews than they do, and I'm willing to, to engage that fight. They actually stated in an interview that I think was done with John Herrick that Indianapolis overwhelmingly uh, wants Israel to stop. I think that's an interesting statement. You're talking about Indianapolis? You're talking about Indiana. And can I ask what data you have? And can I ask who you asked? 
Because no one asked my family, oh, we're not in Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. So you asked all the people who were part of your organization what they thought, and you determined that that is somehow the total number of people. For over 80 days, they write, Gaza has been under near constant bombardment and siege by the state of Israel. That's not the story. As a matter of fact, that is so far detached because you do not bring up the attack from Hamas. I'm looking at your statement. With lack of access to food and clean drinking water, the United Nations is reporting half of Gaza's population is at risk of starvation. Did you ask how many people in Gaza were at risk when uh, Hamas wasn't providing water because they never actually wanted to provide water? They ripped the pipes out of the ground to build rocket launchers. Can, can I see in your statement where there is blame for Hamas? Oh, I can't. It doesn't exist. It's not there. You support the destruction of Israel. You worthless lowlifes. I want to have the fight with you. I want you to know how disgusted I am by you and your actions. And you say to me, Tony, this is name-calling. This isn't going to get us anywhere. This won't win the day. You know, I believe that, right? I believe that with everything in me. You got to rationally engage. So allow me to do so. Anybody who doesn't understand that Hamas is the enemy is not somebody worth listening to. Anybody who doesn't start with Hamas must be destroyed in order for there to be peace is unserious about the situation. And anybody who makes a statement like has been made here by, uh, is it, is it, I have it as M-A-L-K-A-H. How do I pronounce her first name? Malka Bird? Am I saying that correctly and accurately? Uh, anybody who puts out a statement as uh, this is accredited uh, to uh, Jewish Voice for Peace, Indiana, and the Middle Eastern Student Association, IUPUI, which I thought was now IU Indianapolis. Um, if they can make a statement going after Israel, but not discussing Hamas, this is a group or a series of groups that supports Hamas, which is a terrorist organization. And yes, I will stand up against those people. I will discuss how wrong they are. And I believe that Jewish Voice for Peace has to stop using the word Jewish in their title. Because holy heck, they don't speak for me. And if they had their way, they wouldn't speak for anybody because there would be no Jews left. I am thankful that their rally was so small this morning. They have every right to engage. The First Amendment is theirs as well as it is mine. It is for all Americans. But my gosh, these are disgusting, despicable people who absolutely favor, without question, the end of Israel and the genocide of Jews. I said it. I meant it. I'm not apologizing for it. Tony Katz, that's me, by the way, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Time for that kitchen, time for that bathroom, time to make it beautiful, time for the remodel. 
It's time for Boer Remodeling. B-O-O-H-E-R, BoerRemodeling.com. They have been taking care of Indianapolis for decades. They know their business. The kitchen, the bathroom, we're talking about the places that you use, you utilize, that you take pride in, you want to feel good in them. My gosh, the perfect time is now. A new year, a new kitchen, a new bathroom. It's been 23 years that Boer Remodeling, B-O-O-H-E-R, BoerRemodeling.com has been serving Central Indiana, and now is the time to get your free consultation. You're ready. It's 2024. You're ready for that new kitchen. You're ready for that new master bath. You're ready for Boer. All you have to do is share with them the idea, and Boer Remodeling will bring it to life. Talk to Boer Remodeling today, immediately. 317-852-5546. Tell them Tony Katz sent you. 317-852-5546. 5546 or online at Boer. B O O H E R. BoerRemodeling.com. Life is full of things to manage your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at Kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Tony Katz today, we're going to break down the jobs numbers from that came out last week. What's fascinating is that the number looks very, very good. But there's a story behind everything. In 2023, did I say hello? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. I also do Tony Katz today. That's from noon to three. Uh, and so we've got that. And then we do Eat, Drink, Smoke, the Cigar and Bourbon Show, which in 2024 will finally bring more eating. Just me. I'm excited about it. We've been drinking. We've been smoking. Now we're going to do some more eating. It's going to be very, very good. Uh, find that uh, also uh, there on your favorite podcast platform, Eat, Drink, Smoke. The jobs numbers, we go over them month after month, and we've seen uh, unemployment stay at this 3.7%, and we've seen uh, the the overperforming over the last couple of months in terms of jobs, which leads to the question, is this economy really cooling down in a way that inflation can come down? I don't believe where the market is in that they think that inflation is going to uh, be uh, brought completely under control, and you'll see the interest rate cuts. The minutes from the Fed meeting don't prove any cuts. They said they're looking to do three cuts in 2024. I'd be thrilled if they did, but their minutes also say, yeah, but maybe not. The minutes from the meeting say, we're not so sure this is all going to work out. Every time there is a jobs report, 
it's also accompanied over the last few months by a report that the jobs report two months earlier, well, that got revised downward. Initial U.S. employment reports overstated 439,000 jobs in 2023. So if you said that the estimate was 150,000 jobs, let's say, for a pick a month, and it came in at 180,000, ooh, beat the estimates. And you beat the estimates by 30,000 here, and you beat the estimates by 40,000 there. You beat the estimates by 17,000 here, 52,000 there. Look at how great we're doing. You missed by 439,000 jobs. You overinflated the number. Now you have to ask, is that because making these determinations and sometimes you get different data, it's a little bit difficult? Or is it political? If you don't think that question is getting asked when you see a number like this, well, you're nutty. The problem with this number, wait for it, is what is happening in an average year? What is the average overage or under in a year are they do they usually miss it by 5000 35000 135000 what's the average miss that we now get to nearly half a million jobs that weren't actually created. And also, we should be clear, no jobs have been created because it's people going back to work. I don't think as of yet, although we may we may have just crossed the Rubicon, always be honest, we haven't gotten to the place where we replaced the jobs that we lost uh, because of COVID and because of lockdowns. Big problem. So... The other part of this that is 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 going to be a conversation on Tony Katz today, Dr. Matt Will is going to join us. This unemployment number, 3.7%, the crowing that you hear is up, keeping unemployment under 4%. How many people are in the labor force? How many people are in the labor force? What is the labor force participation rate? Who's actually working? Who's given up? Who's walking away? It's a worthwhile question. Because not everybody is looking around saying, this is great, I need a job. Many people have said, forget this, daddy's out. That's right. That's right. They refer to themselves as daddy. It's not just Matt Bear. Other people do this too. So these, this is what we're going to break down, where these numbers are at and what they mean. We're also going to take a look at the budget deal, the $1.59 trillion deal that seems to be uh, happening. And I saw this on X over the weekend. And I almost responded because it was Jonah Goldberg stating, uh, here was my conversation on Chris Wallace's show about DEI. First of all, Jonah, your your never Trump position has really diminished you, not because you aren't a guy who thinks in books like liberal uh, fascism, et cetera, aren't aren't good books. Uh, it's, 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 It's that you've made yourself look ridiculous silly and you're going on chris matthews show 
uh, not Chris Matthews, Chris Wallace's show, might as well be the same guy. No one cares. Then I watched the clip. Holy crap, guys. I'm going to play it in full. You want to know how demented DEI is and how ridiculous liberal white women are? Oh, grab all the popcorn and all the bourbon. It's unbelievable. I'll have it for you in full on Tony Katz today. Uh, 